y'all welcome back i am so excited right now uh for a couple of reasons the main reason i suppose and i, I admit it's a very temporary feeling but my wife and kids just left uh for a week i don't see them until uh next friday so literally i got seven days of just me and our new puppies so I am, uh, I'm excited because tonight I'm going to drink too much, I'm going to eat too much, and I'm going to wake up tomorrow feeling terrible. Then I will absolutely be missing them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're going to get into it. But also I'm excited because uh, I was also just in South Dakota uh, last week, and I was surprised um, by their new legislation or, or, or uh, gray area of legislation and their, uh, their ability to sell Delta 9. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but uh, but we'll circle back to that because holy smokes, it's stronger than I thought. So we'll uh, we'll get back to that. But in the meantime, I do want to talk, even if you don't have kids out there, uh, just the concept of having time off. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing. I, I think certainly as Americans and probably everywhere else, but definitely as Americans because we push this thing hard. The idea of spending time to make money. The idea of making your time matter or working, not even necessarily for a job, which we all do, but then like making sure that you're doing something productive with your free. Like that's my wife kept asking me, she's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm not going to do anything. And she's like, what? So you're just going to like go to the bar? I was like, no, like I'm probably, probably not. Like I'll, I'll probably go to the gym just because <laughs> I'm an irritable guy if I don't. I found this out uh, recently. In fact, when we were in South Dakota, again, we'll circle back. But I, if I don't do something at least every couple of days, like at least get a small sweat on, I just become irritable and weird. Because I think you just have extra energy that you know I, I haven't gotten out or whatever. But seriously, the next seven days... I'm going to do as little as I can. It's, it's such a rare occasion, even non-parents. Doesn't, this doesn't necessarily have to be about a parent thing, but it is such a rare occasion to have literally nothing to do. Like, tonight I'm going to like, like rapid fire, clean the house, and do all the laundry, and then do the dishes, and then I'm just going to sit still. <laughs> I'm going to try my best to sit still. And what will guaranteed creep up, because again, the first day, the first night, and then maybe you know, through tomorrow a little bit, Woo! I'm free. I don't have any responsibilities. I don't gotta you know pour anybody cereal or I, I don't gotta take anybody to, to dance class or swim lessons or what. I am quote unquote free for the next seven days. But like, I, <laughs> I'll enjoy it for like an hour. You know, maybe like a day. I'll, I'll watch a bad movie or two. Again, I'll drink too much. I'll wake up tomorrow hungover. I might do it again tomorrow night. Saturday night, go crazy. But then like that's it. Like, does anybody else? Like, does anybody else feel that? Like, there's only so much nothing you can do. Like, it's what I crave most of the time. Like, when I'm at work and it's like, you know, there's four hours to go in the day and it's only Tuesday, I crave time to do nothing. But then as soon as I get it, you know, I do a little bit, I enjoy it for a minute, but then, like, I, I don't know. It, it's not that I'm necessarily bored, but I guess, like, okay, I guess it's this. Let's just put it this way. It's like the, the duality of parenthood. And again, even if you're not a parent, like, you know, just, just having a job and like doing things, the duality of needing to do things all the time and then jonesing for, for having time to do nothing and then getting that time to do nothing, it's kind of weird. Like, okay, I'll put it this way. It, as a parent, even when I'm mad at my kids, even when they're purposefully, you know, they have those days, anybody that has kids, you know. When they have a day that they're just doing everything they can to just like press your buttons or just to fuck with you. Like I, I, we don't need to do metaphors. Like just to, they know what they're doing. 
And they're just fucking with you. Like, they're either just purposefully not putting on shoes. Or, you know, the, there's times where they're just kids and they're distracted and they're ADD. That's understandable. I'm not mad at you. But there's times when I'm like, I'm looking at you in the eye and you're just not doing the thing that we both know you need to do. Like, even in that moment when I'm pissed off, I would still prefer, like, anything bad to happen to me. Like, I, I'll explain. Like, you know when you're at a restaurant or certainly on a plane and there's like some annoying kid, not like a baby. I'm not, I'm not mad at a six month old. How do you be mad at a six month old? But I mean like a six year old, like this kid is running around or being loud or like for some reason, like we had once had a kid that walked up to our table and just kind of stood there. Like it, you know, only there for like a minute till his mom and dad went and gra- grabbed him or whatever. But like those kind of kids, if they fall, like if they're running around a restaurant being annoying or a plane or whatever, and they trip and scrape, like say that kid trips and he scrapes his knee or something like I'm going to laugh. Like, I'm, I'm going to laugh, and I think there's, there's a part of all of us, whether or not you want to admit it or not, that does take at least a little bit of enjoyment from that. Like, when they deserve it. When they, you know, if their parents are screaming at them, and we're all screaming at them, and they're just not listening, I, I would never scream at a you know, strange kid. Unless they're, like, attacking my kid. That's a different thing, and this is not what I'm talking about. point is, if there's a kid being annoying in public, and, the, and that kid falls down and scrapes his knee or something, I'm going to laugh. But even when my kids are being assholes at the house, I would prefer that if, you know, something fell off a shelf and hit somebody in the, in the face, I'd rather be me. You know, if one of us was going to trip over a dog toy and, you know, get a bruise on our shoulder or scrape an ear, I'd, I'd still rather it be me, even when I'm full red, even when I'm fully pissed off. I've never once wished harm upon them. And of course, you know, for the example, the kid running around the restaurant, I don't wish like true harm on him. But if he falls down and gets a bruise or like a scrape on his knee, that's fine. Also, side note, the example I use, it's, it's almost always a boy. I don't know what that is. I'm not saying it should be. I'm not saying it's always been. It could be just, you know, small sample size of my own. I don't know, but it does feel like it's usually a boy. <laughs> Rarely, in fact, never have I seen a girl run around an airplane. I've seen it three or four times, and it's always a young boy. In restaurants, there have been girls, but it's almost always a boy. I don't know what that is. It doesn't really matter. In fact, we might, if, if, I, if I need to stretch this one to, to at least a 30-minute, we might get back to gender uh, just in the meantime. But but for the, for the start, again, like... I, what parents out there ask yourself this what would you do with seven days off like i don't have that much to do even if i was to like really embrace like all right i'm gonna write a bunch of episodes for the podcast so i got them pre-planned and like then maybe clean the house and then what like get it get a haircut like I, i i really don't know what to do with myself and don't get me wrong I can do nothing with the best of them that's not true eric uh herring my co-host you know him you love him we all do he can do nothing better than anyone but I, I'm pretty well versed. I'm a, I'm a solid A minus, nothing doer, and I'll do it. And you know, I'm not gonna like sit around crying. But there is a weird stage of like the excitement, like because like, all day yesterday, I admit I was looking forward to having a night alone. I'm stoked for it. I really was all day yesterday. I was looking forward to today, and now that it's here, I'm realizing that what comes almost immediately following the woo bachelor pad pizza and sleeping on the couch, woo. Instantly reminds me, I, I, it is immediately followed by the realization that like, well, shit, I miss my kids. You know, I miss my wife bad. Like, I like she's, you know, I, I, the, the old trope, oh, my, my wife or my husband's my best friend. Like, I don't know. Vance and I have gambled on sports we didn't even know existed. You know, like Eric and I have done podcasts on a whim about topics we know nothing about. Like, those are my best friends. But also my wife and I, we have just a different relationship, as you and your spouse obviously do, or girlfriend or boyfriend or significant other, whatever it is you're with. It's a different type of relationship. And I, you know, for as much as you can easily complain and I can make the old school jokes, go, oh, my wife, this and that, like, that's all bullshit. Like, I am looking forward to it. I can't deny that I'm, I'm stoked to just sit still and, like, just I can just listen to music and not be bothered. 
But like that's that's enjoyable for like a day max. Like you know, I I sense that I'm repeating myself, so we'll move on. But it's just a very hard thing to nail down, to put words to how, how it is. I feel like so excited, but yet also aware that that excitement's gonna wear off like real fast. <laughs> it's just a it's a very very odd thing. But uh, speaking of something else that needs to wear off real fast, uh, Delta Nine guys. Uh, I, I was in literally last weekend, like eight days ago or less than doesn't matter. I was in Rapid City, South Dakota. Marijuana is not legal there yet. They're pushing forward with uh, medicinal, but it was a weird thing. When I was in South Dakota, I was living there. I was a registered voter there. Uh, I went and voted, and it passed. 52 or 53% of the entire state, all voters, passed recreational marijuana. But then uh, Governor Kristi Noem, in her infinite wisdom, decided that, nope, too bad. I know you voted for it, but apparently she gets to play queen out there. But the, the medicinal still moving forward. But regardless, right now, you cannot legally buy it, uh, buy marijuana in South Dakota. Except you can buy this stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of the, of the uh, uh, store, the, the location of the place that I got it from. But it's literally a, a brick and mortar building, downtown Rapid City. It's right next to a liquor store. <laughs> like we walked in, we bought beer. We, we actually bought, I bought a bottle of vodka for the weekend. Uh, my buddy or my wife's cousin's husband, but he's buddy now. In fact, he's been on the episode. Doesn't matter. He bought some beer. We, all, we bought some shit. And then we, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to walk over there and just check some stuff out. And, you know, he said, go for it. He's waiting in the car or whatever. I went in and I bought this stuff called Delta 9 Blasted Gummies. And it comes in a little, it comes in a little jar. It's a 30-pack. It's got all over it. You know, not intended for kids, 18 and up. You know, legal, which is nice. It says all over it, legal uh, gummies, blah, 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 legal, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, it's it's nice to be to be driving around or walking around South Dakota, like, without anything in your pocket. Like, that's cool. Uh, not that I ever did. Obviously, never did. Don't do that, anybody. Obviously. Ha, ha, ha. But it's really nice to have stuff that's, like, not a problem. It's just, it might as well, you know, it's essentially the same as having a flask on your hip, which is nice. So we, uh, we go out there, we're, we go out to a lake, and we're planning on, you know, hanging out and, and, and swimming and doing the you know, water stuff with all the kids. And so I went ahead and ate a handful of these. I think I started with three, maybe four. It doesn't matter. They work, y'all. Um, about, about an hour later, I start to feel real, real good, so I take a few more. An hour later, I feel real, real good, so I take a few more. Well, I end up taking about 16 of these. And not about, I mean, exactly. I literally, I counted the next morning. Um, by the end of the night, we're back at the, at the house. Kids are uh, asleep, finally, which is nice. And it's maybe 9, 9.30 p.m. And I have literally lost the ability to speak. Now, that's I can speak, but I cannot conversate with you. <laughs> this is fully legal, not marijuana. This is, this is Delta 9, whatever the hell that is. And maybe it is marijuana. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't really care. But it's fully legal. I could have shown it to a cop and he'd been like, cool, man. Have a great day. And I'd go, cool, I will. But instead, I would have gone, because that's all you were really getting out of me. <laughs> My wife notices it first, and she's like, hey, did you bring shit with you? I'm like, no, I swear to God, I, you know, we, we flew there with the kids. I'm not like, no, obviously not. But I did buy this shit. And she's like, well, what is this shit? I was like, I don't know, but I took too much, <laughs> which is a rarity. I admit, like, I did not expect something that I can uh, that I can just get from essentially the gas station to work this well. It was truly, it was I mean, this stuff was was ridiculous, y'all. So, so we'll, we'll start there. It's been many, many hours, and I've had 16 of these things. And it's now dusk. The sun has set, and the moon is about to rise. It is at this point, as the moon is rising, that not just me, thankfully. Other people who are, you know, other people who are drinking, but nobody else that is, that is eating whatever the hell I just ate, uh, all notices that the, the moon is rising incredibly fast. Like, I... It, 
if other people weren't with me, I, I would just chalk it up to the, the inebriation effect and just, you know, something was off or my internal wiring just processed time faster, thought it did or, you know, whatever. Much like the idea of deja vu, that is probably just one sense perceiving it before the other sense or your eyes perceived it and logged it before your ears or or just one ear perceived it before the other. I don't know. But, you know, I've read studies like that, that, that a lot of the idea of deja vu is actually just you processing the same information twice in the moment, just seconds apart. So it feels like you've done it before, been there before or whatever. I would have chalked it up to this, except for many other adults, all of whom, you know, beer or whatever, but just beer, which doesn't make time fly by. But the moon sprinted up into the sky. You could see it over a hilltop across a lake, which is gorgeous, by the way, with or without Delta 9 blasted bites or whatever the hell. It's gorgeous. But it, seriously, it sprints up to the middle of the sky and then just stops moving altogether. It never moves the rest of the night. It stays, you know, let's say 15 inches above the, the you know, line of the hill. Like, it sprints up that 15 inches in, like, less than a minute. And then it just stays there for hours. It doesn't go higher. It doesn't go lower. It was very, very odd. But that is the start of the very, very oddities that continue to happen for just me. <laughs> it was a weird thing. It was like everybody got to experience that one, and that's what really sent me off the deep end. And I do mean way off the deep end. Like, I enjoy off the deep end. I'm not going to lie to you. Many, many years ago before kids, when I had far more free time and far more time to, to weather the storm or weather the hangover, really, you know, if I could do something on a Friday night and then just sleep till Sunday afternoon, sweet, let's do all the things. I enjoy the deep end, but I was not mentally prepared for the deep end. I also don't like going into the deep end with like 14 strangers. Like I knew my wife and a couple of people, but then a bunch, bunch of strangers all just hanging out at this lake. I never would have gone this deep had I had any idea what was coming. Well, what was coming was full scale, full scale, not full scale, small scale hallucinations. Seeing things that are not there suddenly appear. I'm looking at the, the wood paneling of a trailer, and there's hieroglyphics. They are just coming and going. I'm honestly, I'm not, like, scared of it. I mean, I've seen this before. <laughs> I'm not scared of it, but I, I am well aware that this was not what I was expecting. And, I, and since this is not what I'm expecting, I have no timetable for this. Like, with almost everything out there that you can choose to ingest and feel, uh, however it is you want to ingest and whatever it is you want to feel while you're doing that, you at least more or less can find a time frame online. I actually really like a website called Erowid, E-R-O-W-I-D. Uh, it's either .org or .net. I don't know, it's safely one of my favorites. I haven't typed it in forever. But Erowid, probably .org. And much people share their experiences on, on things and stuff and, and, and fun times and give you a, a more or less, you know, kind of sort of example of how long it's going to last. You know, like you drink a couple of beers, you wait a couple of hours, it'll go away. You keep drinking beers for seven, eight hours, not realizing that it's not just beer. You have no idea what's going to happen because apparently someone slipped moonshine into your beer, a.k.a. blasted gummies. So at this point, I'm realizing that I'm in for a long night. So I, I kind of have to, to pull myself away from the group because, first of all, I'm barely conversating at best. You know, I, I'm able to hit timing on, like, laughter. If you're telling a story, I'm aware that there was a punchline, and so I laugh. But I have no idea why it was funny. I'm just catching on the vibe of the conversation. I'm aware of the, I'm aware of the tones. I'm aware of how people are speaking. You know, if you're saying something very serious and your, your voice gets lower, your, your brow furrows and you're saying a very serious thing, I can match that. I'm capable and aware that you're being serious, so I will give you a serious face. And then if you're in like kind of a jokey kind of a ha-ha and you can tell and then there's the punchline, bang, I can go ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> but I have no idea why it was funny. 
I have no idea what most people are saying. I'm just trying to keep my head above the metaphysical water because I have apparently jumped in the deep end without planning. I, you know, I just ate, my stomach's kind of full, I shouldn't be swimming, but I'm swimming and I'm realizing that I better start swimming hard. Uh, what, what should only be, you know, it, it, if this is a regular edible, it's like four hours, you know? It's now, I mean, and I've been slowly eating them all day and more and more each handful because I'm like, wow, these are awesome. All the while thinking like, the only reason I'm feeling anything is because I'm eating a ton. Like, you know, it's, it's like the concept of like, of like NA beer. I had a buddy, non-alcoholic beer. I had a buddy way back in the day would buy before we were 21 he, he would buy non-alcoholic beer from the heb it's a supermarket you know king supers whatever it from from the supermarket and he would chug like 12 of them in like 20 minutes he would just chug 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 and he would he claims he would get a buzz because even na beer has like a small trace amount and to like a 16 year old or whatever if you chug a ton of that rapid fire you know you'll get a little buzz and that's in my head what i was thought I was doing with these uh, with these Delta 9 gummies. Turns out there's a ton of shit in these things. Um, sort of kind of researching and it's all pretty vague but finding out what I can find. There is all kinds of perfectly legal to, to totally above board. You can buy them in, in, in stores. You can buy them in just like, you know, little not uh, like it's not like these are like food stuffs. You can't buy them in like a food seasoning store, but you know, there's, there's a lot of online websites that sell like baby woodrow seeds or uh, like morning glories or like those Hawaiian, uh, whatever those things are called. There's plenty of, you know, plants and grasses and seeds and things out there that have an, a, a slight inebriation effect. Well, it turns out these things are like the combination of like 50 different things. <laughs> and when you have the combination of 50 different things and you take 16 of them, you full on trip. Like it's not like a full psychedelic experience. It's not you know I've I've gone deeper before, but I was prepared and ready, and I had a. I, and here's something you know this is just off the cuff uh, rambling here, but if you're ever going to go into the deep end, I recommend having a playlist made. And I, I don't mean like one song followed by another. I mean like you pick an album you like, and then you pick another album you like, and then you pick another album you like, and then you pick another. So you have roughly four to five hours of nonstop music that you know you like queued up. Because trying to work a cellular phone when you are seeing hieroglyphics in the walls is uh, difficult, as you might imagine. Trying to figure out just typing in my four-digit passcode took me multiple tries. Then trying to find my Spotify app and then trying to think of a song that I wanted to listen to in that moment when I'm seriously like, I I'm questioning reality. I'm wondering if I'm dreaming. I'm having to keep my head in a space that says, no, no, you're still just at the lake, bro. Like, this is not, nothing special is happening, although it is, but nothing special is happening. This isn't a dream. This isn't fake. This is just you took too much of some shit that you didn't know what it was, and now you're going to need to weather the storm. So I don't recommend that without at least having four to five hours of music queued up at the ready. You can just press play and then sit down. I didn't have that. So I'm trying my best to find an album and to think, which thinking is just becoming difficult. Like this entire time, I I'm starting to question like what's going on? Am I sick? Like, is, is this a problem? And like, no, it's gotta be those gummies. But like, again, the, the uncertain nature of all of this is the scariest part because again, I bought this from a store in South Dakota. Like that's not a thing. Like you don't expect psychedelics from a, from a Midwest store <laughs> like the lady behind the counter was just like a nice south dakota lady like guaranteed she's never done this but she's just trying to make ends meet so good for her but that that my point to all of this i suppose is if you're trying anything new 
and you don't exactly know what it is, uh, go slow. You know, just dip, dip a toe in, maybe. Maybe paddle around the kiddie pool for a bit if you've never been to this particular water park because the very first ride you go on maybe shouldn't be the craziest ride possible. But again, I had no idea. Like, well, how was I... How was I supposed to know that these things were going to work? Well, anyways, point is, uh, I wake up the next day and I am destroyed. <laughs> I am still, like, I, I finally get to sleep. I don't know when. It takes forever. I had to remove myself from the group. I'm now the weird guy. All of the things, everything now happened. Finally make it to sleep. Finally go to bed. Wake up the next morning. And, like, I'm not seeing hieroglyphics anymore, thank God, because how would I function and be a parent? Like, that, that's, again, I can't do this shit anymore. I'm not trying to, to go there. Like, there was a time when I was in college, I walked the pyramids. I was actually in my buddy's bedroom because he was tripping out on the couch, and I was in his room, turned the lights off, suddenly I'm in Egypt. That's a cool thing when you're 19. You don't have any responsibilities. You don't have any kids. I didn't have a job at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I had literally nothing better to do. That's fine. Go have fun. Now, I'm damn near 40. I've got knee problems and back problems, so I'm not trying to be that fucked up to where I forget my own physical limitations. But also, i got to make cereal. i got to make pancakes and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it is... I woke up the next morning, and, like, thank God I can walk and, like, make coffee, but, like, only with 100% focus. Only with absolute every molecule of my being focused on pouring a cup of coffee. Am I capable of doing this? <laughs> I swear to you, I haven't felt like this in 10 years. Eh, like eight. How old is my son? And she's pregnant. Yeah, eight, seven, eight. Yeah, anyways, it's been, I, I'm not trying to aim for this anymore. And the only reason I'm even telling you, because I think it's funny, because it was an accident. So, point of all that is, if you're ever going to try something you've never tried, doesn't matter what it is, just little, little dabble do you, folks. Little, little dabble do you. This episode is definitely a little dabble, do you? Um, again, like I said, my, my week and my schedule is all jacked up. Next week, I will have a full episode. Don't you worry, guys. We're going to have all the fun times and shenanigans. Thank you so much for listening. A little dabble, do you, folks.